here. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's going to take more time to sort out the race for Montgomery County Executive. I'm John Aaron. We'll hear from TV Guide's Matt Roush at 110 on Shark Week on Discovery. Heading out today, we're expecting extreme heat this weekend. How to stay cool. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. The head of the World Health Organization says monkeypox is now in 70 countries. The global monkeypox outbreak represents a public health emergency of international concern. And a concern here in the U.S., says infectious disease expert Dr. William Schaffner. Monkeypox is distinguished uh, by a rash. It's a, it creates a firm kind of blister that soon fills with pus-like material. It becomes dark, and this rash can last for a period of two to three weeks. Monkeypox is primarily affecting members of the LGBTQ community with the greatest number of cases involving men. It's confirmed President Biden has the highly infectious BA5 COVID variant. Dr. Anthony Fauci spoke on CBS Saturday morning. I had a long conversation last night at around 10 o'clock with Dr. Kevin O'Connor, who's the primary physician for the president, and the president continues to improve. It is the second to last day at the Tour de France. CBS's Elaine Cobb has the latest. It would take a catastrophe to keep Danish rider Jonas Vingegaard off the winner's podium tomorrow for his first Tour de France victory. Vingegaard held on to the leader's yellow jersey after today's time trials, where he finished second behind his Belgian teammate Wout van Aert, who clocked a best time of 47 minutes 59 seconds. Sunday's final stage is in Paris, ending on the iconic Champs-Élysées. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. Paris. Parts of 28 states are under heat advisories or warnings. Reynolds Wolf is with the Weather Channel. Today and tomorrow, it goes from bad to worse. Philadelphia with 100 degrees. Baltimore with 99. Would not be surprised if some locations around the nation's capital actually get into about 102. To the southern plains and the central plains, we see more of the same out to the west in Vegas to Phoenix. Look at Oklahoma City and back in Dallas. More of the same. The heat continues. The Mega Millions Grand Prize has grown to $790 million. Across America with Mega Jackpots, it's Mega Millions. The next drawing is Tuesday for the game's fourth largest jackpot, which has grown from a starting point of $20 million in April. You'll only get that $790 million minus taxes if you take the prize in 30 annual payments. Otherwise, you'll have to settle for about $464 million, the cash option, which most winners choose. That's CBS's Christopher Cruz. The suspect charged with attempted assault in the alleged attack on New York Congressman Lee Zeldin has been released on his own recognizance. Zeldin is the GOP nominee for governor in New York State. He was not injured in the attempted attack as bystanders intervened quickly. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 103 on Saturday, July 23rd, 90 degrees. Highs in the mid to upper 90s with a heat index around 100. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Looks like the general election matchup is set in Maryland's race for governor. The Associated Press projects that Wes Moore will win the Democratic primary. He's a best-selling author and former CEO of an anti-poverty nonprofit organization. He'll face Republican Dan Cox in November. 
Moore defeated a long list of high-profile Democrats, including former Labor Secretary Tom Perez and Maryland Comptroller Peter Francho. Moore would be the state's first black governor if elected. Moore winning the Democratic nomination gives us a familiar scenario, a non-politician doing well in a local governor's race. Wes Moore is not a politician. If he wins in November in Maryland, it would mirror what just happened in Virginia last year when voters elected Glenn Youngkin, a former private equity executive who had no political experience before becoming governor. While Moore's Republican opponent Dan Cox is a Maryland state delegate, Moore is a political newcomer. He's a best-selling author and former chief of a large nonprofit organization. He rose to the top of a long list of experienced Democratic politicians, including former U.S. Labor Secretary Tom Perez and Maryland Comptroller Peter Francho. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Other results continue to come in from Maryland's primary as mail-in ballots continue to be counted. In Maryland's 2nd Congressional District, Nicole Ambrose is the projected winner of the Republican primary. She'll face Democratic Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger in November. In the 3rd District Republican primary, Euripsy Morgan is the projected winner to face Democratic Congressman John Sarbanes in the general election. You're told to pack a lot of patience if you're following the county executive race in Montgomery County. In the Democratic primary, it's a neck-and-neck -neck race between incumbent Mark Elrich and challenger David Blair. Heading into the weekend, Elrich had eked out a lead of just 0.3%, or less than 300 votes over Blair, as mail-in ballots get counted. There appears to be a long road ahead, though, as the counting of provisional ballots won't start until Wednesday. Then the last of the mail-in ballots will start being counted on Friday. Elrich said in a message late this week that more than 115,000 mail-in ballots were requested, and as of Election Day, only about 30,000 had been received. So we wait. But it's nature, and this is not a quick process. Reardon Sullivan has already been projected as the winner on the Republican side. John Aaron, WTOP News. Montgomery County Councilmember Tom Hucker has lost in his election. He was in the race for an at-large seat. Tom Hucker currently holds the District 5 seat on the Montgomery County Council, but conceded in his attempt to win an at-large spot. Hucker, a Democrat, said in a letter to supporters that while the votes were still being counted, his campaign had apparently come up short. Hucker said in the coming months he'd focus on issues critical to the future of Montgomery County and supporting Democratic nominees in the general election in November. Before serving on the county council, Hucker spent eight years in the Maryland General Assembly as a member of the House of Delegates. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. For the WTOP Mystery Newsmaker Contest, listen Saturday and Sunday mornings during the 8 a.m. hour. We'll play the voice of someone you've heard in the news this week on WTOP. Be the first caller at 855-885-1035 to correctly identify the mystery newsmaker and win a $150 dining card to Foga to Shone and tickets to Folger Theater's Midsummer Night's Dream. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll hear what TV Guide's Matt Rausch has to say about Shark Week on Discovery. It's 107. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Inova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit inova.org prevent. That's inova.org prevent. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami. 
Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in Central Indiana. Taking